Welcome to the Dietitian's Dish Podcast. We are Gina and Nicole, two dietitian mamas and good friends living in Ohio and Michigan. This is a podcast dedicated to making whole family wellness more fun and less stressful. Whether you're listening in the car or slumped on the couch with a glass of wine, welcome. And I'm Nicole. And today we are dishing about our summer plans. Uh, even though the summer, actually school isn't quite out yet for us, uh, we're starting a little bit early to get excited. So first, let's do some catching up. Nicole, what's going on? Uh, well, you guys had that stomach bug not too long ago. Piper got bit by the bug. Uh, she was a week ago Friday. She woke up in the morning. And she's like, mommy, my tummy doesn't feel good. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Uh, but she's probably fine, like probably just hungry. Oh, no, it was <laughs> it was a lot of vomit. So I had a patient scheduled at work, so I had to get to work. And so Mark took the morning shift. I took the afternoon shift. And then I was leaving for a hockey tournament up in Kalamazoo. And my plan was to drive back um, at least for Friday night. And I'd given my hotel room to my my friend and he was like, Mark's ended up saying, like, just stay up there. Like, don't get sick. Just stay up there. I was wearing a mask in the house like it was crazy. So it was 24 hours of like fast and furious. Mark, I was Saturday morning. I texted like, how was last night? And he said, well, it was fine till midnight when Piper vomited all over her bed, all over herself, all over her hair, all over the floor, then walked into you know, our room, got in our bed, vomit every, you know, so it was like, he said it was two hours of cleanup in the middle of the night. So he is a saint. So I played hockey all weekend. I, and they came up for my last game on Sunday morning. So that was a lot of fun. And then we came back. So I played four games there, one on Friday, two on Saturday, one on Sunday morning. We, my team went three and one, which was good. And then my local team went to the championship on Sunday night. So that was my fifth hockey game for the weekend. However, we lost. So that was sad. Um, but the other team definitely played their little hearts out. So in addition to that and the computer woes I was just telling you about, my car is also having problems. So it is in for $4,400 and counting. And I have a rental car. I'm driving a Jeep currently. Uh, so now we're just trying to figure out, like, do we buy a new car? Is this thing reliable? So car stuff just never happens at a good time. So my Uber husband was dropping me at work last week and his car sits really low to the ground. He's dropping me off. I get out of the car and I had forgotten my cell phone was on my lap. It dropped a foot. Of course, the camera shattered. So... I file a claim with my, you know, I pay for the insurance because this stuff always happens and they send me a replacement, fine, whatever I get it set up. The battery life is horrible. Oh. I check like one text message. It's at like 80%. Like, great. <laughs> oh, so nothing is going like right, if you will, in our lives. And we're just still amid like the craziness. We were in Chicago last night for my mom's retirement. She retired from the same company after 31 years, which was amazing. And it was just such a great celebration. So that was Friday. We're heading back on Monday because the kids don't have school for whatever stupid reason. So we're going to the zoo um, with my brother and my niece and my parents. It'll be a lot of fun. But that's a second trip to Chicago this week. And then on Friday, I'm going for a girl's weekend, Mother's Day weekend. Oh my goodness. So yeah, Chicago. I'll go in three, three times in one week is pretty crazy. So yeah, life is Which just is close chaos. for you. It's an hour and a half away, right? It's an hour and a half without traffic. So I would say reliably, it's more like two. Mm-hmm. So not so terrible. Is, no. Is now the time that you're going to get your Porsche? <laughs> um, That's a big no. So <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That's what I want, Gina. That's what I want. I know. But no, uh, I think we have our hearts set on a. Okay, well, my heart's a little set. It, it looks, it's pretty G'd out. I like it. It's um a Telluride with like the all blacked out package. So like, okay, yeah, blacked out wheel wells, blacked out grill. So it, it's it's a nice look, and it's like a fully loaded option that's going to be far cheaper than my Porsche. But it's hard with the kids at this age, as you know, they're they just trash everything. So it's hard to justify spending. Any obscene amount. All cars are expensive, especially right now. You know what I mean? Like you just nobody wants to be buying a car right now if you can even find one. So if we put a, we, we've been told like six to eight months for a Telluride. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. Blah blah blah. What's what's um, new in Cbus? Yeah. Well, we've had some medical woes as well. Uh-oh. You know, Cameron had pink eye. I, at least I think it was. I don't think that there's actually a di- diagnostic tool for pink eye. So I'm always just guessing. But of course. You still have to bring them in to have the doctor check like it really matters. This stuff should be their erythromycin or whatever it is. Yeah. The drops, the cream should be over the counter. There is Just no save harm. it for the next time it happens. Oh, don't toss you better it. better believe I am. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I use the, the minimum amount that possible, which I realize, I mean, it's, it doesn't matter. You have to use the same amount no matter what, but I'm definitely saving it because it's just, the, so he had it at eight o'clock in the morning. Couldn't get him in till, okay, I didn't necessarily think it was pink eye until it didn't go away. So I actually ended up not calling the doctor until the next day. Couldn't get in until five o'clock that day. Didn't actually get the drops till six o'clock. Had to take off the next day because he didn't have 40, 24 hours of the drops. Ugh. Ridiculous. And, and then, of course, I go into the doctor's office. Yeah, it looks like he has pink eye. I'm like, yeah, I know. You didn't do anything <sighs> other than look to see and listen to my stories. I know what pink eye is. I know what happens. I mean, just why does that have to be so difficult? Oh, it's honestly one of those questions I have. It's 2022. Why hasn't it gone over the counter yet? Anyway, it's, it, his pink eye is getting better. Uh, other than that, you know, uh, starting my own business. I, I think I mentioned this on the last episode, but the business is called Nutrition Unmeasured. And uh, you can probably kind of see the play on words there. No weight talk, no talk of... Uh, you know, serving sizes or portions. It's an intuitive eating business. I am going to be counseling people on how to be intuitive eaters, hopefully also gain some body positivity, body respect, body trust along the way. And I am so excited about this. So I decided to take two clients since I'm still working full-time, obviously. It's hard to start a business when you're working full-time, but that's what I got to do and that's totally fine. Uh, So I decided to start with two clients. I'm giving them half off. So I've got those two clients and I'm so excited. We've already, I've already met with one of them. Just really, really enjoying getting back into the counseling arena. Are still looking for one? No, I I, I have both. And then my idea is then to, in the fall, get one more. So if you're interested, reach out to me. I can definitely start a list. I I do have some others who might be interested as well, but um, but I'm going to do it more in the fall. Want to take one more person in the fall. And then in the winter, starting in December, maybe even November. So late fall, early winter, I hope it to take two more at maybe a little bit more than half off. Uh, so it is a month subscription program. And honestly, there's no, there's no specific number as far as how many months it will take you to kind of get through the program. It really is going to be very um, personal to you. My guess is for most people, it will take about six months to get through sort of all the principles and get to a place where you're feeling really good about your intuitive eating. As you know, from listening to us on the podcast, it is a journey, not a destination. So once you leave the program, it doesn't mean you're going to be, you know, snap an intuitive eater, but I'm hoping that most people when they leave are going to feel really good about where they are. And then I'll offer 
every every once in a while, just kind of support uh, uh, consultations as needed. So yeah, I'm very excited about that. My website is in the works and reach out to me if you're interested uh, about learning more. I'm also working on a 10 module course. Again, I have a full-time job, so I'm working on this at a snail's pace. My My idea is for this to be uploaded to our website, to my website, probably about this time next year. So I'm guessing it's going to take me about a year. I got to create the course, record the course. I'm going to try to get some people to talk and and do little um, kind of sound bites, including Unicole. So just look forward to that. (laughs) Just about, you know, their experience with intuitive eating, dieting, whatever it is. Uh, So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. So that will come hopefully around this time next year. That's awesome. Congrats, G. Yeah, thank you. And go ahead and reach out to me on our on our message on Instagram through Dietitian's Dish Podcast. That's totally fine. Or you can reach out to me at Trust Your Body RD also on Instagram. I'm also at trustyourbodyrd at gmail.com. And just like it sounds, all one word, trust your body RD, as in registered dietitian. Okay, so before we begin, just a quick favor to ask. Since you like this podcast, please write us a review. Reviews on iTunes are everything to us and they help us reach more people. So of course, we'd appreciate it. Okay, before we begin, just quickly, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, Nicole. Hopefully you saw this, but it is Mother's Day when this comes out and we're not talking about Mother's Day during this topic or during this uh, podcast, but that's totally fine. No worries there. But I want you to, I can go first if you want me to, but your proudest, your most proud moment as of this year, so 2021 into 2022, what has been the moment in, in your life that has made you the most proud as a mother? It doesn't even have to be a moment. Maybe something that you've accomplished or, yeah. So think about that. I'm going to go first. And this is very general, but I will say when we started this podcast three years ago, I can remember being just in the trenches of early mornings and after school, just hell, if I'm being honest. Everything everything was stressful. Uh in the mornings, I was stressed, trying to get the kids ready, getting them off to school, getting myself to work. At night, I was stressed, picking them up late, um, you know, making dinner, trying to get something decent on the table, getting, giving them baths, yada, yada. I am finally in flow mode when it comes to mornings and nights. And I'm telling you, it feels so good. Nick and I have a great schedule figured out. He does the mornings now. I help out a little bit, then leave. Then I pick them up from school bring them home. I, I'm feeling relaxed. I, I just, I don't know. It just feels so good. And I feel like it's all happened over really the past six months, I would say. And it's going to get even better next year when they go to the same school. Oh, pickup's going to be great. Drop-off's going to be great. So I just feel really, really good about that and about that part of my life. And yeah, I'm, I'm proud of myself. I'm also proud of Nick and I as a team, the parenting team. So what about you, Nicole? That's what can awesome. you most proud moment or anything? Yeah, I think just generally speaking, just the love that my kids have for one another. I I always say like God gave me what I needed because mm. just siblings who like my brother and I were like oil and water. We it wasn't good. My kids are just not that way. And I think it's because I would have zero tolerance for it. I'm not a patient person and I yell. But I think in terms of like a moment where my chest was just like puffed and I was like oh my god that's my kid it had to have been the variety show and just to recap so um Shay did a little taekwondo um 
performance at the variety show. She's in first grade. So she's one of the younger kids at the elementary school. And they did the whole performance uh, that morning for the for the whole school. And she went out there and she tried to break the board with her friend holding it. And she just it was like the most painful minute of my life watching her try to break the board. And kids were making fun of her and she was crying and she was hurt. It was so bad. Like I just wanted to Oh, it was terrible. And she got out there that night and I held the board and she t- like first try, I think first or second try, like she did it. And I just was so proud of her in that moment, not because she broke the board, but because she was back out on that stage. I don't know that I could have done that. And the resiliency that took was just, I was so proud of her. So, proud oh, of her. Yeah. so yeah, that was probably like my proud mom moment of, of the year. So awesome. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, (laughs) and I was proud of her too. I got to say, I I agree with you. I could never have done that. At least I don't think I could have. So in first grade, that's truly amazing. All right. So summer is almost here. Well, summer is the time of year we all look forward to for sunshine. It can also be a little daunting thinking about how to keep our kids entertained for three months. (laughs) Today, we're going to chat about what our plans are for the summer and how we plan to keep our kids busy, keep our spirits high, embrace all the season's bounty and more. So I'm going to start off with where will your kids go each day throughout the year? Because, you know, again, both of us work full time. So we don't really have the same, even in the summer. So we don't have the same situation as some families, even, you know, teachers, for example, who are home with their kids during the summer generally, or those who don't necessarily work out of the home. Uh, So what do you do with your kids when they're not going to school in the summer? Uh, Mark works for a large organization and they have a um, summer program for school age kids. So on site there at his work, they have, um, yeah, just like a like a childcare facility. And my kids are actually at the younger end. So I don't super love that because I think kids get, you know, a little bit more mischief. They lose their innocence more quickly. I think the older, you know, of kids that they're around. Uh, But what I like about the program is that it's very focused on art, which my kids like, and they get outside quite a bit, but no swimming. So that's like my big thing, which is probably the opposite of most families. I don't want my kids swimming during the day because A of all, nobody is going to deal with that hair and it's going to be a rat's nest disaster. And two, we like to be on and near water anytime we're not at work. So if our kids were doing that all day at camp, they would never want to do, you know, do it with us. So um, Shay attended there last year and they both loved it. They've got one of their friends um, who's kind of the grade between my girls that's going to be going. So they loved it last year. Piper always wanted to go. And and so they'll be both there this week or I'm sorry, this summer. And then our nanny will probably pick them up about three-ish when she would normally get them off the bus. Um, a little bit earlier. And I anticipate that a lot of days they'll go to the pool or the beach, but on the off chance, our, you know, our nanny's not available or something happens. It is like a full, like 11 hours of childcare. So at least it takes the stress off. Like got to leave work at this time. Got to get the kids, got to do the, you know, so setting myself up for a good plan for the summer too. It just seems like a lot of the summer stuff is like nine to one or it's like nine yes. to noon. Like that does me no good. Like I can't. So anyway, what about you? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thankfully, until Paige is in third grade, we have the option of sending our kids to the program where actually Paige went to kindergarten and preschool and current and Cameron is currently in preschool. It's just kind of a, it's really close right across the river. 
Uh, takes five minutes to get there. They're both very familiar with it, but they have a preschool program, an infant program, as well as a school-aged program. So Cameron or Paige will be in the school-aged program. And like what you just said, it is, she is still one of the youngest people there because they take kindergartners, first grade, second, third. And so she does end up making friends with some second, third graders, which is fine. But sometimes she'll come home and say things and I'm just like, oh, I wasn't, I'm not ready for it. Uh-huh. Kind of going back to the conversation we had yesterday, which maybe we'll talk about one day on the podcast um, um, via text. So yeah, yeah, I love the program. Oh, like you that see- one. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that one. Being influenced by the older kids who aren't even that much older. I mean, yeah. I know we've got it coming for us, so maybe it's just good practice, but I'm not ready for it. Yeah. I just want my kids to say kids as long as possible. Yeah, I want to do yeah. nothing to accelerate that. But I want them to be independent, so... Does that, yeah. does that work? Can you, can you do that? Remain kids, but be independent. <laughs> Innocent independence. There you go. Yes. There we go. I like that. So yes, I, they do a lot of, a lot of really fun things and I just really, really appreciate that program. I'm going to miss it when it's not available. And then Cameron will be in like the preschool summer program over there as well. So it is from eight to five. Actually, I think it's from eight to six and just really works out for us. Okay. Do you have a more or less flexible schedule in the summer and how is your workload? Uh, no change really. May historically, for whatever reason, is always my department's busiest month. It does tend to like go back to status quo pretty quickly. I think the biggest change for me in the summertime though, is I just use PTO in ways that work for both me and the department and that's dependent on weather. So for example, if it's a gorgeous 80 degree day and it's two o'clock and I'm kind of wrapped up with meetings and patients, I'm going to take like a little nugget of PTO and get the heck out of there. Um, you know, if if my if I'm kind of at a stopping, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm not leaving work undone, I'm out of there. Um sure. and I'll use these, yeah, little little micro nuggets of, of PTO. And I know healthcare is weird about I, I have friends who it's like they have to take a half day. Like I mine is all self-reported and and I, I I'm generally <laughs> I'm very connected to work by by my cell phone at all times. So they get they get plenty out of me. But um yeah, I think it's just working around the the pretty weather and we'll take random days for sure, like a random Wednesday afternoon. Like we'll build that all in, um, trying to slink off to the beach or the pool or even boat for an hour or two, sometimes without the kids. Um, just because the boat share that we're in, it does get really bogged down on the weekends and things like that. So we do try and get get away a bit during the week. So it's super random. Our our summer just feels like one big long party from like Memorial Day to Labor Day, if I'm being honest. <laughs> we just Very try nice. and get away outside as much as humanly possible. Yeah. No, I, I agree. That's that's what summer's for, especially gosh, around here. I feel like what was it that, that Nick said? In Columbus, there's three options for weather. It's either really, really hot, really, really cold, or raining. And truthfully, yeah. that's how it is in the summer too. I mean, it gets really hot here, which is, I, I don't know. I guess I don't really expect it because we're in the middle of, I feel like nowhere in the Midwest. It's not real far North. It's not real far South. Why does it get, it's hundred percent humidity sometimes. <laughs> Actually, most days from July to August. Oh, I'm dreaming of a hot tub. <laughs> Let me tell you, dreaming of that hot tub. I'm actually, well, I'll get into it, but maybe you I want a hot tub. Do you want to sit in a hot tub when it's hot out though? I could even keep it cold. But yes, oh. actually, I would keep stay, sit in a hot tub when it's cold because it's still refreshing because I'm in water. I don't know. I'm just, I, would, I would definitely want something to cover the sun. I don't want to be sitting in a hot tub basking in the sun. 
Um, but, oh man, it just sounds so refreshing. And just oh, all the bubbles and the jets. But we are actually getting um, one of those giant inflatable slides. Oh, fun. <laughs> A water slide. Yeah. So anyway, that'll be fun. I'll take lots of pictures of that. So for me, it's definitely more flexible. You okay. know, during the, during the, the school year, because I work for a university, I'm a, like a, a dining services dietitian. So I help students who have a meal plan and, you know, are trying to figure out what to eat and how to stay safe with, with food allergies more specifically. And when the students are gone, things are definitely more relaxed. So, and it's summer. So people might leave, you know, have a little bit more of a flexible schedule, just like what you said, take more days off. Uh, I definitely have about six Fridays that I'm taking off. I've, I've sort of got all my vacation days planned for the whole year. Since I took six vacation days in February, I don't have as many this summer because we went to Disney, but that's totally fine. I've got about six or seven days throughout the summer that I'll be taking off for random things. And it's just, I don't know. It is just, it's definitely more relaxed. My, my workload is different. Um, a lot of computer work though, which I don't really love. I'm, I'm, I'm reviewing recipes for the fall and assigning icons, looking for, for allergen information and all the different recipes that our chefs are putting together. So it's just really, really different. And actually not, basically what I'm doing all summer is staring at a computer screen, doing somewhat mindless work. I mean, it's not completely mindless, but I've kind of got it down to a T. I've been there for eight years and listening to podcasts so, or books on tape. So it's actually kind of relaxing. <laughs> all right. Any vacations planned? we only travel in spring and winter um where we live is stunning summer and fall and i joke i don't leave my zip code between memorial day and labor day people in my life know that about me uh everybody from chicago like comes to vacation here so we kind of try to do the same um it's the only time of year that I love where I, I shouldn't say that, but I really love where we live this time of year. So no, we yeah. don't go anywhere. We are the only thing we have planned is going to Seattle for Labor Day weekend for a friend's wedding. That's it. Okay. No, are you just you and Mark? Yes, there are no children at that wedding. So we have four weddings this year, none of which include children. Four weddings. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Dina, 2022 is crazy for the Morrissey's. It's just bonkers. Jeez. All right. I don't even have yeah. So we don't friends. have any. <laughs> You what? I said, I don't even have that many friends. I don't know what's happening. Is it family mainly? No, actually, it's oh. all friends. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have, I don't think any weddings this uh, that I'm aware of. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we do have a lot of quick trips planned. We're going to Indiana actually in May to meet up with my college best friend and her two children. So it'll, it'll just be me, the kids, and then my friend and then her two kids. So we got an Airbnb. We're going to be oh, doing just a girl's things. trip, no, just a girl's trip, okay. but with boys. Yeah. With oh. our children, boys, she's children got boys. two boys. Yeah. So Paige will be, she's, I'm the only girl again. Cause when we went Aww. to Disney, it was our friends with two boys, but you know what? <laughs> she actually secretly loves it. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. We're going to Kings Island, which is in Cincinnati, Ohio, about an hour and a half, two hours away from here. We're going to stay in a hotel for a couple nights and uh, maybe go see the aquarium down there, the museum, and of course, Kings Island. That'll be fun. And then we're doing a couple camping trips as well, which with friends and family, which we're really excited about. So yeah, that'll, that'll kind of that keep us busy. Is that close by Columbus? Yes, that will be, it's not in Columbus. Yes, but it's about 45 minutes away. Okay. And then one of ours is about an hour and a half away. We're actually going to my cousin's lake house, but we're actually going to sleep out in tents. 
Cool. <laughs> Don't ask me why, but that's what we're doing. All right. So what do your kids do for extracurriculars over the summer or are they just mainly for the school year in your household? Yeah, we downshift quite a bit in the summer. Shay will continue with Taekwondo, uh, but the girls won't do swim lessons any longer after Memorial Day. And I believe we'll take a break from ballet. Their big recital is June 12th, which is the weekend after school lets out. We let out really late here. So June 10th is my kid's last day. Uh, The soccer season will be over. So that's twice a week right now, two games, Thursdays and Saturdays. It's bonkers. And then, but yeah, we'll see about ballet. They do seem to enjoy it. So it's possible we'll continue with that. We'll see. Yeah. What about your kiddos? Um, yeah. So Paige is, just wants to take a break from gymnastics, which I completely understand. We've been doing it all year and she's going to do tennis this year, just private tennis lessons, which she did last year. She's excited about that. Cameron wants to stay in gymnastics. I said, you have to do something. I, I told him, I said, you have to find something. Like I went through a whole list of things we could do. And he said, no, I think I'll just stay in gymnastics. I'm like, all right, that's totally fine with me. So that's what he's going to do. He does really enjoy that. Uh, oh, we also plan on having Nick sort of take them to maybe some wrestling matches and maybe go hit some golf balls and get them into, into golfing slash wrestling. They don't have to get into it, but just to kind of see it as an option, especially, I don't want to say especially for Cameron, the wrestling. Um, I just don't see, not because Paige is a girl, but I just don't see her being a wrestler. Also, I don't really see Cameron being a wrestler, <laughs> but you know what? Nick wants to try it out and, and we'll try it without doing too much pushing. He was a wrestler, a collegiate wrestler, just to sort of remind everyone who's listening. So he's really into that and would love to raise a wrestler. Aww. He would also love to raise a golfer. And I can actually see Paige being a golfer. So he says cool. there's lots of scholarships in golfing. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Trying to get them <laughs> interested in that. Uh, oh, also, this is kind of random, but I'm also hiring a tutor this is kind of extracurricular slash sitter for after school to kind of keep them engaged academically. So I'm hiring a, a, a local teenager to come over from just five to six, two to three days a week. Uh, so one of those days she'll read with Paige for an hour. And then one of the days she'll kind of sit with Cameron and read slash do um, uh, flashcards with him just to kind of, like I said, keep them engaged so they don't lose all their knowledge throughout the summer. And to help me, of course, that's another big reason because five to six is when I'm generally making dinner and just kind of organizing from the day. And I also plan on possibly doing some of my consultations uh, for my business at like 5.30 or six. So that'll kind of help me with that as well. All right. Any house updates that you're planning this summer? Uh, nothing major. I, <laughs> coming off our last episode, um, in addition to those, I guess you could say, I do think we need some new furniture on our front porch. We spend a ton of time out there, um, including our like dinner almost every night. And the furniture that's out there is actually original from our house in Tulsa, which was our first home that we bought in 2009. So it is 13-year-old furniture. And our puppy, Lily, who has since gone to heaven, she like chewed it up a while. So it's like held together, like piece of it, pieces of it with like super glue. and But it's it's good, comfortable stuff. So we'll see. Um, we do have to like resurface, re-blacktop our driveway um, and potentially add in some trees to create some privacy between homes. So we've just kind of had to get rid of some trees over time because they were dead. Um, but that's it. Nothing major. You guys? Yeah, definitely taking a break from house updates. If you recall last year, we did that huge. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't really that big, but the island peninsula thing, it took up so much of my energy. I... <laughs> 
But it's just so disruptive to your life to have somebody in your uh, kitchen. Yeah, it was. It really was. We didn't have a table for about a month. And it was just kind of a nightmare. But anyway, so what we're basically doing is kind of having someone come out to give us ideas for what we could do in the future. So I, I do plan on having a general contractor come out and price out adding a large patio in our backyard. We're not planning to, to do that this year, uh, but possibly next year with a porch and a hot tub. So just kind of instead of doing anything this year, we're planning on doing things in the future. So kind of getting that plan started. I super also, hope you get your hot tub. Oh, I'm uh, no, it's not about hoping. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. There's no question about that. I uh, don't know when, because here's the thing. We keep going back and forth about moving or staying, moving or staying. We can't get a hot tub until we have definitive, definitively decided whether we're staying or moving. Because if we're staying, I'll get the hot tub. If we're moving, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get a hot tub and then have to, you know, pay two grand to move it. You know, so I think we have to decide that first, and that's why it's kind of taking us a while. Yeah. And they're expensive, and I don't want to get like the cheapest one out there. I want to be able to get, you know, a decent one, a nicer one, maybe mid range. So yeah. Okay. So what's on your summer recipe planning list? If you could just name two to three recipe ideas that you hope to make, or just kind of, I don't know, what do you, what kind of thoughts do you have about just making fun things over the summer? Every year I commit to using our grill more and we did get a new grill last year, which is, is going to help. Um, I did use it more. I'd like to retry grilled pizzas. I did it years ago, years, like a decade ago. Um, and they were really good, but I'd like to try that again. I would like to do some type of a pesto kebab of some kind, um, mostly because my friends, my friends, my friends, my best friends, my daughters, um, they <laughs> they do like, it seems like their meat and their vegetable, the combination foods are, are kind of iffy right now. Um, so I'm thinking that kebabs may be a good way to go to just separate all the different components of the meal. Uh, and they love pesto. So that, that could be good. Plus we actually have quite a bit of pesto left over from last Marco's basil. Like it's his job. And we, we do have quite a bit of pesto left over from last year. Um, and then I'm going to make barbecue chicken drumsticks. So we do butcher box and Mark, we recently got drumsticks. So I'm going to try and do those growing up. My mom used to remove the skin and like marinate them in barbecue sauce and then just grill and baste them while they were cooking. And we always loved them so much. I'm not a huge fan of skin unless it's like fried. (laughs) So that's why the skin comes off. But other than that, I can't super think of anything. I'm sure I'll come up with something, but maybe I'll make ice cream again. I haven't made ice cream in a long time. Ooh, that's what I have on my list. (laughs) Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. So we have an ice cream maker and there was a while, I'm sure you remember back when I had a blog where I was on this huge ice cream kick. Now, granted, it was right when I got the ice cream maker, but I was on it for a couple of years. So it wasn't just like a short lived, you know, obsession. It it lasted for a couple of years. And I just, I mean, I went all out. And and then the year that Nick grew about 50 butternut squash, I even made butternut squash ice cream. (laughs) I remember that year. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So I'd like to get that out. Again, I, I think I've only made ice cream a couple times with the kids and they were younger. So now that they're a little bit older, maybe they'll appreciate it a little bit more. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be doing some experiment in experimenting with the ice cream machine for sure. Also, I've been really into actually Nick's cousin's wife, also my friend, um, who we're ha- actually having dinner with tonight. She gave me this tip, which, okay, maybe everyone already knows this and duh, of going to the library and getting cookbooks. Okay. I never even considered this. I didn't even realize the library had cookbooks, but why wouldn't they? Did you know this? You know this. I, well, 
I mean, after you say, I haven't thought about it, I guess. It's just always something I consider that I would buy. But you're in yeah, it. Why not? Yeah, that's what rent I always them? think too. What? What? Why not rent them? Right. Because then you can actually bring it home, check it out, make a couple of recipes, and then decide whether you want to actually buy it. Mm. It's kind of brilliant. Uh, so I, I got a few recipes with the ki- or recipe books, cookbooks with the kids at the library a couple of weeks ago, and we've already made a few things and smoothies, popsicles, homemade pizzas. Last night we made a, a cheeseburger quesadilla that was really good. And so I'm going to certainly make that a goal to go to the library more and explore cookbooks and make fun things um, based on what they choose. They kind of go through and put little tabs on the pages that they want to, of, of recipes that they want to make. So kind of get them more involved in that. All right. So just to kind of wrap up this conversation, what's on your summer goal list? Can you name two to three experiences you're hoping to have this summer or things that you want to accomplish? <laughs> well, I, it, so if you recall last summer, I had, um, I just, I don't even remember what episode I talked about it, but I basically just said, yeah, I mean, when we get out of work, we just want to go like play. We want to go to the pool. We want to go to the beach. Like we're just out and about. And that's my workout time. And so that that didn't lead me to the healthiest place over the summer. And it's not like I missed, I gave up exercising entirely, but I am an avid exerciser and it's part of my like mental, emotional, physical wellness. So I guess my goal is, or something I'd like to try and tackle is some mornings to get in a workout. Um, and then after work, I can go play and not get sidetracked at all on kind of my, my routine. Um, this is kind of lame, but Shay, we want to get her riding a two-wheel bike and perhaps Piper too. So Shay is seven, Piper's five. Neither of them are riding two-wheelers. It is time. Um, <laughs> our road is not conducive to it. There, There's going to be blood. I mean, it's, it's Aww. yeah, it's just not a very um, hospitable environment to learn how to ride a bike, but we're going to do it. And otherwise, just enjoy summer to the max, like boating, beach, pool, entertaining, just doing it all. So every year I love summer. I love it. So you're going to start turning into me with early morning workouts. Uh, well, I don't know about that. So last summer there was a good handful of days that I went out running in the morning when it was still, and it was, it was good. I mean, and it's not that I don't like it. I just have to see how it works with my body. Um, cause I get low blood sugars and then it just takes me forever to cool down. And then it takes me three hours to get ready for work. Like I'm rolling into work at 10. Like I can't do that. <laughs> so, um, and if there's a five on the clock, like an early five on the clock, like I just can't do it either. So maybe a just before six, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You might get hooked. <laughs> I don't know, Gina. <laughs> All right. Well, I wish you luck on that. I was actually listening to an old podcast episode of ours when we talked about whether weight loss is part of self-care. And you had talked about what you just said, that over the summer you weren't working out. So yeah, I I wish you the best of luck. Okay. So for me, I know I talked about this a little bit on our last episode. I want, this is random, but I want to paint our fence. We've got this ugly fence. I don't know how I haven't painted it. We've been here for five years. Why hasn't it been painted yet? I don't know, but it's going to happen this year for sure. Also, I mentioned the cat, getting the cat a new fun house to putting on the wall. So we're going we're gonna to invest in that. I want to go to some baseball games, whether they are, oh gosh. Minor league. They, minor league or major league. But I'm, I'm trying to think of what our new, what our new baseball teams, oh my, this is so, the Indians used, are now the, I can't even think of what we're called now. That's so embarrassing. 
but you're going to go and cheer him on. I'm going to go and cheer him on as a loyal <laughs> fan, clearly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, can't, I, caval- I want to say Cavaliers, but that's not right. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, also the Clippers, which is our minor league t- team here in Columbus, which those games are so much fun. So I definitely want to go to a few of those. I want to play pickleball weekly, train for a half marathon, woo, and then successfully get two people through my intuitive eating and wellness program, possibly more. I want to get more on um, sort of on my on my list as well. So like I said, if you're interested, reach out to me. So for fall and winter of 2022 slash 23, I want to have some bonfires. And then also I found this person who does uh, restoration and meditation slash Reiki classes for those who don't know. Reiki is a Japanese form of energy healing, which is a subset of alternative medicine. And I'm just really interested in learning more about that. She does some mini retreats. I've already signed up for one. And so, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to give that a whirl just to kind of get me relaxed and ready for fall. Yeah. So I think it's, it's going to be a fun summer. Cool. All right. So wrapping up mom wins or favorite new products or recipes. You have to go first. You don't have one. Because <laughs> I'm still thinking. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So I, that's totally fine. I do that all the time. I, the guardians, the guardians, by the way, it's the guardians. That's so embarrassing. I don't know why I just don't. That's what the Indians are now. They're the guardians. Hello. Um, not C a G. So I made not your mom's egg casserole. This was by the minimalist kitchen, which again, was one of those recipe books that are cookbooks that my friend Ashley recommended. I actually bought this one really enjoying it. We've already made a few, uh, a few recipes in there that have been really huge hits. I made this casserole for Easter. Essentially, it's just cut up thick pieces of, or chunks of sourdough bread, uh, whipped egg. So put some egg in and you, you know, whip it to, so it breaks up and into a smooth egg, um, that you can pour into the casserole with some milk, salt, pepper, cheese, kale, onion. Oh, it was just, it was so good. It was so good. I wish I would have cooked it a little bit longer. I feel like it was a little bit wet in some in some places. So it was better on the edges where it was cooked all the way through. So in the future, I will cook it, probably add another maybe two to five more minutes to the recipe. But overall, a huge hit and uh, we'll make it again. I'll put the link in the show notes. Yum. I might make yeah. it this weekend. Sounds really good. Um, okay, mine, I don't think I've done it yet, but it is an instant pot butter chicken. Super easy. And I got I just gotta say, I resisted the instant pot for way too long just because conceptually I just didn't want one more thing in my kitchen. But it is, I use it more than my slow cooker. I do. It's I, I just love my instant pot. But this recipe had gotten passed along from friend to friend to friend. And I, I was talking about it on a girls' trip a couple weekends ago. And it's funny because somebody asked me what blog the recipe was from. Cause I said, Oh, it's so good. It's like authentic. And um and they said, Oh yeah, I probably make the same one. And I was like, No, I don't, I don't think so. It's not from, from like a blog I've ever heard of. And they were like, Is it I I think it's like sleeve, something sleeve. I don't remember what the blog name was. Um and they were like, I was like, yeah, that is it. It was just so funny that this, so it's kind of a famous recipe, I guess you could say. Oh, um, wow. I tweaked it a, a lot in that just the excessive, two sleevers is the blog, uh, but I dramatically reduced the um, butter in it. I just don't, to me, Indian food has so much flavor. It doesn't need all that butter. It still has butter in it, but just not a stick and a half. Um and uh, so anyway, I linked that in the show notes, the, the lightened up version, but that was really, really good. Okay. That does sound really good. 
Nick doesn't like Indian food, which makes me so mad because it's one of my favorites. I know, I know. All right, so coming up on May 15th, we will be dishing with Sumner Brooks on her new book, How to Raise an Intuitive Eater. Until then, keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. And check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Also, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets, such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. And if you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. All right, everyone, until next time, be well. And Nicole, I'll talk to you soon. Take care, Gina. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.